Good evening, you fuck niggas, foes, friends, and family members, and everyone in between. Uh, this week, I was going to say that I was the nigga that held up Terrence Shea, but then I kind of thought twice about that because I don't want this to be used against me. No, don't say that. Leave from the deep. <laughs> I'm the New York City mayor with COVID because I got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, um, Aaron, formerly of the D, now in NYC with COVID. <laughs> and I am the blueberry from Psych. I've been watching Psych the last couple of days. So <laughs> is this like a Violet Beauregard reference? Well, yes and no. <laughs> Kinda, but not really, because he did drive a blue Ford Fusion, and they called it a blueberry. But it did kind of look like Violet. It's complicated, anyway. Because okay. I've been watching, so I've been binging Psych. <laughs> and um, this is this week's episode of Blacks Like Us. It is so diving straight into Black Hell. Well, I'm going to start with a follow up. So by now, we've all seen Paula Patton assault us with that chicken. Yeah. Um, she she put out another video, and she's like, "Well, I'm open to new recipes and techniques, but still, I'm still gonna make it sometimes." Yeah. <laughs> we like, okay, girl, just and then she said it was for her son and his. It was for the school. And I'm like, you 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 gave the babies that unseasoned pink chicken. I don't look. <laughs> Paula she, Patton she, makes she enough money it. that she can pass Listeria through a class of 20 10 year olds and be a-okay she'd be alright Salmonella, Shigelia which is no joke I, my thing honest. is if, if that's all she's used to eating and that's <laughs> what she no, if, that, if that's what she thinks fried ch- chicken tastes like who, who is anybody else to tell her different right? right. I mean she so, enjoys her chicken and that's fine. You eat your chicken the way you eat it. I'm just yeah. that. See what bothered me. All right, <laughs> this is the this is a nigga in my spirit. What bothered me was not even so much the chicken in and of itself. It was watching her burn all that seasoning up because yeah. we know them bottles was not cheap. Like no. <laughs> that's what like she put a lot into after six wings. That's what did it for me. I will well, say that's. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, just quick. That's why I'm reluctant to call this fried chicken and more willing to say it was like um, encrusted confit chicken. It was pan fried chicken. You can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she seasoned her oil, you know? So I'm like, oh, yeah, she was just confiting chicken. It's fine. Uh, right. What was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. No. Oh, you know, I, I remember. So um, the, I, I will say that, like, I will question why she never thought about changing the recipe. Because, <laughs> because, because, like, you know how, like, fam- like quote-unquote family recipes are passed down and things like that. There, there are things that either my parents have made or my grandparents have made that, like, I have tried to do it myself. And I'm like, you know, this, I think, I think it would be a little bit better if I tried, if I tweaked it a little bit this way. Or yeah. if I took this out and added this. You know, like, I think we, I think we, I think that's probably, like, the black in her. That's probably, like, holding on to, like... The, the tradition. My mama said <laughs> was clapping, and that's what she was going to do. <laughs> Look, Paula Patton has spent all of this time holding on to God's unchanging hand, and she going to let that recipe go neither. So just, we just going to let her rest I and just, walk with the Lord. What made me laugh is when I realized how old this video was. <laughs> that was the other thing, too, because wasn't it like two or three months old before yeah, it, like, was, it got It big? was like almost two months old and that girl's TikTok brought it right back to our lives because we never saw this. Niggas was not no. checking to see what Paula Patton was doing. <laughs> I no. guarantee. <laughs> All right. Well, that was just a fun little update. Now we got to dive into the mess. So Koi LaRae is beefing on the internet with her daddy. Again. Who was that girl again? She a I, rapper, right? She's one of the new girls. Yeah, she sings that Blick Blick song, but is she somebody's famous? Somebody's Benzino like, was her daddy, and there we go. Oh. Again, 
So she was on live with Nicki Minaj and they were talking, you know, Nicki Minaj do them lives where she had a camera sitting all the way up here and she'd be like this. I'm like, just, I, yeah. Damn, why are we <laughs> like, just, it's her queen, queen radio. I can't even say it. Queen radio, um, Instagram show. <laughs> so she, they're on the live together and you know, he, she asked her, was she a lesbian? She said, no, whatever. They, Went through, she was like, I've been with a girl before, but it just wasn't for me and went through all of that. Then the next day she was on the breakfast. It was more to it than that, but that was only important because it comes up in the shit Menzino's talking about. So, oh right, because of course. So then she was on the breakfast club and was kind of talking about her upbringing and she had talked about how they went broke and they was about to get put out the house and all this other stuff. So apparently Benzino took offense to that. And all right. So she's talking about how she was talking about how she was, you know, sad about him almost running her Nicki Minaj shit, all that other shit. So then he goes on to Twitter talking about. These young ones need to learn how to be appreciative for the doors that was open for them. And instead of making up false stories, we was never broke and all this other stuff. Then Coy says that he called her mom, threatening her mom. And Are you serious? He, well, I'm not surprised. She, yeah, she said that's why she don't like talking about him at all. That's why she don't because she was like he always trying to throw away he used to do in my face like i'm the, like he the reason i'm here and all this other stuff so they just going back for up on the internet this is now the third or fourth shot benzino was like you didn't grow up poor and almost homeless i was at the source awards what do you and mean then he did i he was throwing the source award he also was on vlad you know because that's the only place that talks to these kids I'll be forgetting about Vlad. Like, why Why is that still? Because everybody goes to Vlad. Everybody that don't know why they want to talk to goes to Vlad. Yeah, I mean, that's so, obviously the truth. <laughs> he went over there and he says, I'm proud of Koi for sharing her story about her questioning her sexuality. But I don't understand how people become gay because it's not like she grew up around no gay people or grew up seeing that. So how she learned being gay? And I was like, God, this is to be ignorant. Why? Here's here's my thing, right? Benzino left Love and Hip Hop maybe what probably like ten years ago at this point. Because well, <laughs> well, honestly, we haven't had a new season of Love and Hip Hop for real, for real in a couple of years. Um. He left Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta, season three. They have had a total of, I think, nine or 10 seasons at this point. Mm -hmm. So we're at least um, six to seven seasons out from him being on the show. Um, I just wish he would let celebrity die and go live a quiet life. (laughs) If you're not going to Yala to fix your life, nigga, I think that this ride is over. Yala went home. She said she's not fixing shit no more. She said she did not. And she said her feet hurt. She said she's going home. You ungrateful ass niggas can find somebody else to fuck with. Me and my props are going back to Brooklyn, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does Yala Van Zandt live in Brooklyn? I know she did at one point. I don't know if she still does. The, I mean, she gives off a lot of um, Crown Heights uh, <laughs> energy. She does Brown, give Crown Heights girl. energy. She, she, she gives a lot of Brownsville, East New York energy. That's yeah. <laughs> I know she did live there. I don't know if she still does, but either way, Mama said the only time y'all about to see me is for the obligatory yearly Tyler Perry feature in one of them damn movies. <laughs> oh Lord! Well, great. Put Benzino in it too, and she can fix his life on set. Either way, this nigga <laughs> needs some kind of like guidance therapy or what have you. And also, he needs to just shut the fuck up. It's like Benzino is massively irrelevant. Yeah, because it's like Benzino, how are you like? Yes, you did whatever you did, right? But what I'm trying to understand is how you trying to make yourself the center of her rap career when you couldn't make your own rap career happen. Right. 
we didn't care about that bullshit you was putting out. How was you what down was trying it? to take credit for uh, us? She didn't know me. She way. smashed the homie. I was going to say, I looked up Iyanla real quick. She is indeed from Crown Heights. I guess. <laughs> if you ever been to Crown Heights, like the real Crown Heights, you know. Jesus. As long as no random old woman like comes up on me and tries to make me cry into a fucking hole in the ground, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> that shit happens and I'm a cusser ass out. Moving on. So, Nene Leakes is back to her antics. Is this the blacklisted thing again? Yeah. Yeah. Now, so she has on her Instagram blacklisted three photos. Like, there's three things that say support Black women, right? Now, it is being said that this is in response to Candy show. Mm-hmm. And Candy did an interview talking about how she was called a coon. Yeah. And things of that nature. Nene hasn't said anything else about it, but a number of people are saying that this is in response to Candy show because she was supposed to get the show and then with a Lanithia lounge. Everything happened the way it happened and she didn't. I don't know. Okay, so is Nene Leakes blacklisted from Bravo and possible other white networks? Definitely. Um, and a portion of it is Black women making demands on things that should be made demands on. The other portion of it, though, is, is it's just her attitude. Because mm-hmm. she, let's be honest, the woman has a bad attitude and a smart-ass mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're two things can be true like yeah she is blacklisted and a portion of this has to do with her own like actions that she's taken um, but then it's also is it blacklisted or because am i gonna say that there's not a chance that she's persona non grata in these places yeah but also we also look at is it are you blacklisted or have you just lost your appeal combination are of people both. just not checking for you the way they used to no, it's definitely a combination of both. I think it's definitely a combination of both. She did not she did not strike while the iron was hot. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like like she she had a window where it's just like you had all these opportunities, but you know, you was trying to do Broadway, you was trying to do stand-up, you was trying to do TV. It's just like focus on one thing. Like I feel like the Broadway thing, that should, that was right up her lane. Like it was bitch. when she did this humanity thing and the thing on Broadway. That makes that makes sense for her. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think it did. Well, I hate to make the comparison, but you look at all the drag queens that have come out of drag race and how they've been able to parlay that into like the stage mm-hmm. and and in other venues beyond like the show. And I feel like she was she could have been right there. And she did. She Nene's was, not she a good actress. To tell so everybody that she was better than them. Well, you know who? You know, Fantasia is not a good actress, but she went from the color purple stage to the color purple movie. But that was also after she got kicked off. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is more of a redemption story for her. Okay, maybe not Broadway. I just feel like Nene had a. She she the, the, it's undeniable she had a window at some point to kind but of I do it. think that hosting yeah, shows yeah. like Zoomanity and that type of thing, that's the route she should have went. Honestly, I was thinking daytime. She's they honestly should have put yeah, her in like either do it, either parlay it into doing those big Vegas event hosting things or a talk show. Because at that time a talk show would have been popping. Yeah, why was she not on the like? Was she ever uh, on the reel at any point, like as a guest host? Yeah, I know what. She was. I don't know about it. Um, but we, you know, why she didn't? Why she never ended up with the talk show? Because that was actually in the cards for her. Like they, major networks were pushing for her to start a talk show. I don't think Um, that's the thing, though. I don't think she could ever do anything by herself. No, 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 no. She just needs to be part of a unit. 
or like the supporting, like a judge on a reality show, but not the host of the reality show. Or well, like it needs know, to be something like that E Pop Daily where there's like yeah, where there's like a round table type. Situation. Yeah, she was doing Fashion Police. Like she was, oh she was yeah she was doing Fashion Police. That is her lane. That is her lane. When she is part of a unit and all the other people in the unit can play off each other, mm-hmm. then she's 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 she going. But she she's got that like I got to be the only one. I got to be the only one. Like like you have to understand like. You you are a supporting character. You are a good supporting character, but like you don't have like you don't have enough to kind of stand on your own, and that's well, fine. Like some of the I will best say that characters. Nini is like a main character, but she doesn't understand that she needs that supporting cast. Yeah. It's like a lead, and she's like, also now at that point where we don't want to see those antics from you anymore. You lies. know. <laughs> I miss them. She could have taken some elements of those. Yeah, of like them. now because it's just now. I do miss a good Nene read. I do miss yeah, that. She's good, but I want like once once my reality TV villains hit a certain age, I have a different standard for how they act. You know what I'm saying, like. I want her to be on her Lisa Vanderpump, still completely a villain, still entertaining. It's the way it's <laughs> Look, you could take where is she from? Uh, Macon? No. Uh, Lithonia? L- Lithonia. Yeah. L- Lithonia? Where is she from? Oh, no, not Lithonia. What's that? What's that little small ass town? I think that's where she's from, is Lithonia. Oh, it's uh, one of them like. Small ass, black ass. House. Yeah, she's from one of them little bitty ones down there. Well, I'll put it this way: you can take the Lanithia out the girl, but you can't take the girl out of Lanithia. And the Lanithia <laughs> say she gonna be that girl. She'll she'll slap you if she got to. She was born in York. She was born in Queens. Yeah, was uh, she? Yeah. Lord, because uh, that was the whole thing about her finding her father in the very first season because. They said that, you know, her mom was in Queens and she ended up back down in Georgia with her grandparents and the dude that she thought was her dad wasn't her, her, wasn't her real dad. father. And yeah. Kurt, what's his name? Curtis, I think. Curtis, yeah. Yeah. And then she they was, like, their relationship got weird and they didn't really have a relationship. I think they stopped talking. I think they did. So she's from Athens, Georgia. Athens, uh, same yeah. place as Miss Phaedra Parks. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. Well, you can take the Athens out the girl. Well, you take the girl out of Athens, but you can't take the Athens out the girl. Athens definitely like kind of gives me an Ypsilanti <laughs> angster. <laughs> yeah, now I want her to I want her to excel. I really want her back on Real Housewives because the, the fact of the matter is, is that that is where unfortunately she thrives in the public eye and yeah. bravo not just the housewives not just atlanta let me say but the housewives as a total entity needs nini it does see i honestly think we're coming to the end of the housewives, the housewives. era like i think this is just about ran its course. I don't see this lasting for no more than maybe like four or five more years. And by that point, it's like, okay, girl, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Plus like, all just, their, that's why they're starting so many newer franchises. Yeah. New places. These older shows will die off, but Potomac will ride for a while. I was going to say. Dubai is just about to start. But I, and I know, yeah, I know Dubai is coming and all of, I don't know that, but I think about like this, like a like a loving hip hop, like a basketball wise. I just think this style of reality show is kind of going by the wayside. It's too many, like it's just like the well has run dry for personality, personality like that. <laughs> no, and yeah, you always gonna have a you, 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 I mean, it's it's a formula, right? You got to have a villain. You got to have somebody like an older maternal type. You got to mm-hmm. have like a, a young, a young person. A young. Um, you got to have somebody that's stupid, like Bitsy, and, and, and something yeah. like 
it's too but then also it's just like it's just not enough people to go around at this point like i like i have reached a point where it's just like i have people in my phone or people i know who have appeared not on a housewife show but just on a reality well, show any sure. one of them me too yeah and it's like because now it's getting to like you're bringing in people that ain't got nothing to do with nothing into like why is light skin keisha filming with the real housewives of atlanta why? I mean that kind of made sense because her relationship with Candy. Yeah, I I know because they like know each other, but like, what are we doing here? Yeah. So, for these older shows, these shows are going to die off, but they've already started the laying the groundwork for essentially trying to reinvent that those older shows and those older people with this specifically Housewives with this like Ultimate Girls Trip vacation shit. And then Mom. the North Pole thing and the the Christmas movie. They made a Christmas movie. No. And that, I, and that all came from, like, you know, people on the internet being like, oh, they need to take so-and-so from New York. They need to put yeah. people on the internet put to put the dream cast. Because yeah. everybody on the stars. internet wanted to see Kenya and Ramona. Yes. Everybody yes. wanted it. Literally, Girl, there was not one. a person that's in this universe that didn't want to see Kenya and Ramona. Bitch, this next one, they got Dorinda from New York with Phaedra from Atlanta. And when I saw Dorinda was back and Miss Parks was back, I was like, yes. I knew they were going to face Phaedra back in in some kind of way. I think this might be Candy's last year on Atlanta, so they're going to face Phaedra in next year. Bitch, they might. No shade. I really don't understand why at this point we haven't had like a a queer version of, of any Housewives show. We have multiple of them. They're just not on major networks. Well, yeah, I mean, on a major network, like no, there was. Well, I mean, Logo's not a major network, but it was there. I was there was something like this. Yeah, logo. I know what you're talking. I know, it was A-list. like the A team, the A list, the A team, and they they keep trying to do like an iteration of that. Like they always want to do like five or six white very white, white irritating gays all on all on fire island but what i'm trying to see i want to see like miss lawrence Derek j um who was uh nini's gay friend um, uh white uh, white like, that's that's who i need to see on a show like how real house did he get arrested off? recently i think so well, how I like he got arrested in the last couple of years you can go. How old there. is Dwight from Real Housewives of Atlanta? <laughs> I want to say it's like around fifty at the time, or like close. I was to say, I think this nigga's like seventy-five. He was um. So this last season of Real Housewives, they had the thing where they would have it was like they would do a replay, but it was like with with other people watching it, and they had one where it was um Sheree and Dwight. And they were watching and commenting on the show. I said, oh, they about to pull Dwight back into something. I knew Sheree was coming back when I saw that. And I said, when Dwight going to pop up? Because they don't pull nobody on that network if they're not about to be a part of something. Yeah. No, no shade. <laughs> no, they can go all day if they wanted to do like a house husbands or or, or house, house, I don't want to say house boys. But like... <laughs> I mean, that might be interesting. They did bring Miami back after Larsa went and acted a whole ass everywhere across the world and the internet. They should have left. I hated Miami. And I still hate Miami. I about to say, a lot of the Bravo people say this is a good season. I didn't like Miami the first time around, but... Oh my god. Dwight Eubanks has a wife. I don't think they're still married. Is that bald head lady with the big old booty? <laughs> I don't think they still me. <laughs> I hope not. I hope that this nigga's out here looking like a full ass character from Animania. That was before he got his nose fixed. Come out looking like Skipper. Because he was on botched and he got his nose fixed on botched. Lord, and these fur pants. Okay, I gotta get away from this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's continue. So we talked about Snoop Dogg and the sexual assault allegations. Oh, God, yeah. Well, they were dropped. Um, the woman's lawyer filed a motion to drop the charges against the rapper entirely. 
the request was filed without prejudice, so it can be reopened. He's saying it was false allegations and everything else. So it's not surprising that she dismissed her claim. Her complaint was full of lies and everything, but there we are. Okay. Shout out to you, Snoop. I wish you the best. <laughs> Look, I just tell y'all what happened. I don't always have a comment. I mean, the, the, like I always, like I say, I'm, I always hope that the person who is making the claims are telling the truth. I can't say why she dropped this. I do say dropped allegations don't necessarily mean innocence, but the allegations are dropped. So I'm not going to say that he's guilty. Hey, like I said, I wish you the best in all of your endeavors with your lovely wife. She's gorgeous. You have a beautiful, handsome family. You do. And I never, I don't want bad for Snoop. I really enjoy him. I hope everybody is settled with where they are in this. There we are. So Jesse <laughs> has released a new song. Who? Jesse Smollett. Oh no, 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 nope, nope, nope. I want the song is called Thank You, God. Nope. He's expressing how he feels about his guilty verdict. He apparently addressed Lee Daniels in this song. He, <laughs> what capacity? Like thanking Lee Daniels or putting? Um. Up? Well, uh, Lee Daniels uh, did, did an interview talking about how he was so pissed at Jesse. He was like, "Yeah, I was pissed off, and I ain't want to have nothing to do with him. But because he was on my show, I had to stand by him." So in the song, he takes a shot at Lee Daniels, and he was like, "All of y'all dumb. Y'all think I was stupid enough to ruin my reputation and." Some, I don't know, something. I, I think I listened to about 45 seconds of the song and I was like, yeah, I don't need any of this. I made it as far as the headline and I promptly turned my phone off and finished <laughs> pooping. Because <laughs> there was enough shit in the room. <laughs> so I knew something was up when like, um, remember like not too long ago, like earlier this year, um, Jesse produced a movie the um yes. the black queer movie uh b-boy blues i think is what, mm-hmm. what it's called oh right and i wanted to i was curious to see it i was just like oh you know let's let me let me give it a chance and when you have to like search through the highways and byways to like find where that thing is streaming like because <laughs> only one only it was only available on like somebody's website that you had to register, and then once you register, you had to do like I, I I got to a certain step. I was just like, I just can't do it. I can't do it. Like, <laughs> like wait a minute, I feel <laughs> like he's taking my social security number. But is this movie that, gonna steal my identity? But the fact that like nobody picked that movie up, like I can't. It's not on Tubi. It's not on All Black. Like we got like we got all these streaming channels now for for everything black, and and I can't find that nowhere on there. That that tells me that he's truly like. He's got a long way to go if he wants to find something. Yeah, some to, yeah for rehabilitation for his image. Yeah. yeah. And reputation. I mean, it's it's what it's what to be expected. Um, yeah. one, do I think there was a certain level of him being vilified by Chicago police? Yes. Do I think he still deserves to deal with consequences of his actions? Um, to a certain degree, yes. Also, I just want this man to go to therapy so that regardless of what actually happened, he can unpack all of it. Yeah, I just I just want to be left out the group chat at this point. Just really, that's what it like, is. I just I don't want to be a part anymore. Like I, I didn't really want to be a part to begin with, but then like now I we just keep really being don't. invited to this fucked up soiree. It's no like one every wants time to be I here. think that this party's gonna end, somebody pops up with some new shit. It's like, can this please just go away? 
Yeah, no, I'm good on Mr. Similet. If he ain't trying to fuck, I don't care. I don't even know that I would even want that at this point because oh, no, I would damn, still fuck so him. much drama. His like his criminal past and history is a little arousing to me at this point. So yes. <laughs> I was about to say we everybody deserves a second chance. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And if it's good, he can have a second chance, a third chance, fourth. Or I swear you you hoes need Jesus. I don't <laughs> Yeah, if it's not about fucking, what's that program? Ban the box, like <laughs> ban the box. You know when a felon, oh, we can't use that term. Oh, when I know when, what you're talking when about. Some, when someone who has served time is released from confinement and they go to fill out a job application and yeah. they ask if you a felon or not, and they tell you to ban the box, like to take that box off because it discriminates. That I, I'm, I'm making a way too long explanation to say that I would. No, be- I know what you're talking about. <laughs> No, when you initially said ban the box, the first thing I thought was like the box music video channel, they picked this shit up. <laughs> I thought that shit was off. Oh god. In the same vein, the charges in Vegas were dropped against Trey Songs. Okay. Which ones? Oh, the ones uh, that vi- the violation of the order. They said that the sexual allegations, sexual assault allegations against Trey Songs in in Vegas, oh, girl, I missed filed. I did it again. I thought no Tory ev- not enough evidence. I thought I was thinking Tory Lanez. Okay, well, God bless to him. Give him a couple months, and we punch somebody in the face. Yeah. So, Jesse Williams, I think we talked about him and his child support issue. Oh, yeah. Well, his child support payments were reduced. They went from $40,000 a month to $6,413 a month. God damn. Yeah. That's reasonable. $40,000 a month is a lot. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, here's the thing is she was the wife also getting alimony too i don't know about the alimony and stuff because it was reduced because he's not on Grey's anatomy no more and he's doing broadway so he was like with the up and down nature of my work like yeah i can't keep up with this i mean it's fair but also like did me dirty she said (laughs) she told the court he needs to figure it out because he made a selfish choice. So why we gotta suffer? Hello. <laughs> Fuck that. Mm, Fuck know. that. You publicly embarrass me. You publicly embarrass me and your children. I, 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 I want every I, I, dime of that fourth forty thousand a month. Nobody needs that though. That's so it's much. not about need. It's <laughs> not about need. It's all about want. And I want every dime that is owed to me for the I mean, emotional compensation. to be embarrassed publicly and your children publicly and having to sit down with them and work them through this shit. No, I want every fucking penny. Every penny. Six thousand now. I want every penny. Fuck that. No, she deserves 40000 a month. It's like, what do your household bills look like? Girl, she yeah. could have took the 40000 put it in the fireplace, and use it to warm the house. That is her business, but she is deserving of that money. <laughs> Fuck that. Two I months don't even remember the details they divorced, so I can't chime in one way or another. I'll be damned if you, you cheat on me publicly, and then I find out about divorce through the blogs. Oh, that's what happened? If I remember correctly, yeah. God damn. Damn. You know, that's what happened. Actually, it wasn't with a a white... It's his new wife? His new girlfriend? No, he's with a black woman. Okay, that was the one thing. I think that was the one saving grace. I was like, well, at least she's black. (laughs) Well, on the other side, on the happy side, Jennifer Lopez is engaged. Is it happy? I mean, for Ben Affleck, it is. Yeah. Ben <laughs> it's Affleck not a second time he proposed to that girl. 
<laughs> poor Jennifer Gardner. Poor Jennifer Gardner went to that relationship not understanding what his love, fascination, and longing for Jennifer Lopez was. And that poor woman endured all of those years of being with that man. And it's still, he still brings that bitch up to this day and blames her for his alcoholism and bad behavior. Yeah. So I wish Jennifer Lopez the best. Get a good prenup, sis. I think she, she got, got a that, bad track record. If nothing else, you know she got that part taken care of. Right. Because <laughs> she ain't lost nothing yet. <laughs> Hello? Yep. How many... She just needs to... You know what? I'm not even going to say I think it. it's... If I remember correctly, there are, there are six engagements, but... Six engagements, three husbands? Four, three, hus- three or four husbands. Bitch, if you don't sit your ass down and get a, a, a hobby three and husbands. a dog... Because it was so, the the waiter or whoever, and then the, the dancer, the waiter, and the dancer, Mark Anthony, and Mark Anthony. Those are the I only three husbands. But three, but there was three husbands. It's three engagements. Yeah, Ben Affleck twice, plus a Diddy once, and they, they, they never got engaged. They didn't. I know a Rod. Yeah. No, they were close though. Yeah. Were, that felt like that. You was know, we, we count him in the rotation, but he's I not thought that was gonna happen. <laughs> but he was out here trying to get that old thing back too. Which yeah, I, I don't bl- I I do not blame him. I don't blame him because <laughs> we we know that she's a girl that spins the block. Like <laughs> don't be look, don't be foolish by the niggas that she got. She says she is still who <laughs> from the block. I will say the ring he gave her is beautiful. It's what was that? Um emerald? Emerald. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it will. It is light. It's beautiful. Yeah, I was just very surprised by this. I I wonder where she keeps the old rings. Like, do she got like them in a drawer? I would keep. I would keep every last one because the first one he gave her was beautiful, and this one looked better than that one because that was of all her ring. The first one he gave her was my favorite. That first, that first, second, and third, I would sell every last one of them things. The like, yellow, we need the a yellow diamond one. That was my favorite yeah. engagement ring. <laughs> I was gonna say she, she probably not gonna sell them till she like eighty or ninety. But I do wonder, like, where in the house do you keep them? Like, because <laughs> if these two, like, I'm just thinking, like, if these two are sharing a bedroom, they're sharing a closet, they're sharing, you know, doing if they're about to enter into marriage and all that type of stuff. Like, what if you just open the drawer? Like, I'm looking for a tie. I'm looking for this. And, like, you got all these rings. And then he see the first engagement ring he gave you. <laughs> and it reminds him of when you left him. And then Mark Anthony's um, wedding ring. <laughs> that Oh, where does she keep the wedding rings, too? Like, I don't That would be what? interesting. I, I, That's a I, lot I, of rings to just have. I never <laughs> you even... can't wear them no more. I never even considered it like the own people I know in my own life who've been married twice. I'm just like, what y'all do with the first ones? Like, <laughs> you mean the first marriage or the ring? The first ring. Both. I don't even know what my mom did with my or either one of my parents for that matter did with their rings. <laughs> Sold them. Sell them. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. It's funny. Get rid of his ass too. It's funny. I know, like my parents, my mom kept the receipt from, like, service merchandise or wherever they got their rings at. I have actually never seen. (laughs) It was nineteen eighty-two, child. Damn store. It was one of them stores back in the day. I have, for whatever reason, I know my mother kept a receipt, but come to think of it, I have never seen either one of them, like the physical actual rings that they had when they got married. When my mom, however, when she got engaged a second time and they picked out the rings, unfortunately, the uh, my mom's fiance died and passed away. She kept those rings and she always had those around. And I was like, damn, I'm, I've never seen my parents' actual wedding, wedding or engagement bands. Hmm. I mean, my kids never seen mine. I have it, but I can't fit it. So, yeah, I just you keep it in a lockbox in the house or in a safe deposit box, same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's stuff like that that you 
maybe at some point you might want to pass on to the kids, but I don't know. That's a lot of engagements and weddings to be like, all right, well, here's your choice of six rings from your mom's personal jewelry store, AE, all of her failed relationships. (laughs) My grandmother kept uh, her engagement ring after my grandparents divorced, but we didn't find out till she after after she passed because we we found her like secret stash of jewelry. She had like an old black grandma. She had it buried and hidden between like a whole bunch of stuff. Digging <laughs> around, and I was just like, "Oh, I found some jewelry," and I I showed it to my mom. I was like, "What's this?" And she was like, "Oh, this is the engagement ring from 1959." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." So yeah, I mean, I guess people do keep them. I just I don't know. I just feel like her being, I feel like Jennifer Lopez being engaged to, uh, I almost said Benjamin Button, Ben Affleck. It's just a, it's just a bad, it's a bad decision. It's a bad decision. You know what I mean? Like you've already been down this road. Um, and I would say for me personally, it would be a bad decision because I've already seen the way that you have talked about your other ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Publicly, and I don't care what the extent of the situation was. Um, we should never be speaking about each other publicly like that. Yeah. Like just bare minimal respect. We keep it private. We keep it in house. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. He's gonna be spilling the tea, and glow is gonna go under. Do they still sell that? I think so. Oh, that was like the number one for a mm. while. I mm-hmm. used to wear it. I just ain't seen one of them bottles in so damn long. What was the name of her pant line? J Lo. J Lo. <laughs> was it just J Lo? Yeah. Oh, she had she had like an upscale one. I forgot. Um, I don't remember what that one was called, but I remember because I I used to buy them denim jumpsuits. <laughs> I had like three of them up there. I wouldn't doubt it. The she has a, she does have a lot of shoes at DSW. Mm-hmm. Oh, does she? They're hella they right next to the Jessica. They're Simpson. cute and incredibly uncomfortable. That's, you know, cute shoes. But see, no, because Jessica Simpson is cute and you can run from the cop center. <laughs> <laughs> she makes shoes for strippers. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of the cops and things, so carry on Franklin's having. Oh, here we go. (laughs) So he was driving in Beverly Hills and he got pulled over for a broken taillight. They searched his car, found an illegal pistol in his car. So now they're like, well, you're under arrest. We're going to run the car. So they run the car. They find out because he said the, the gun wasn't his or whatever. And then they run the car. He said they find out that the car ain't his, but it's listed to a woman who has been reported missing. They think she's dead. So yep. now he is under arrest in connection with a potential homicide. Ah, okay, mm-hmm. so let's start here, right? Mm-hmm. If I was Kirk Franklin, I would immediately turn off all of my Instagram um, because apparently reading your children to fil- filth over the interwebs has not helped at all. Uh, it was already bad enough that this one child went to Bad Boys, uh, bad boys Club. Mm-hmm. And now you're riding around in a dead woman's car Mm-hmm. Nigga. This sounds like a plot line from Merrill's place. It does. It, it, it does. sounds like Merrill's place. It's a uh, oof. Yikes. Did it was there a, did he ever release a statement? Did anybody release a statement? Not that I've seen. I'm looking now to see if I potentially see one, but not that I see. Oh Lord. Their eyes were watching God, and you should have been watching that taillight. You might have actually made it out safely, huh? You said your ass got popped once again in a deceased woman's vehicle. A woman who's presumed to be deceased because she's just missing at this point. 
How long has she been missing? I don't know. It didn't say. Well, that's fair because you know Sheree's mama went missing for what was it like five six days? Well, as long she, as she for her to sign that damn contract at Bravo. <laughs> She went missing for like a week, and it finally was like, "Oh, I'm I'm all right. You niggas need to leave me alone." Still, never got resolution in that shit or an apology. Not at all. Yeah, that's sad. Um, and not surprised though. I hate to say it, truly not surprised. He, he just seems he gives shifty vibes to me. He seems very he gives, shifty. Needs therapy vibes. Yeah. Um, the things that he said about. The things that he said about his father, like, oh, my father's in L.A., but he didn't call me. So it means, like, he's out here to kill me. If anything happens to me, it's him. And I was like, what? God's littlest angel might hurt your feelings, but I doubt he's out there to kill you. He definitely has, gives, like, he needs some type of medication. I won't even go that far. I'm just saying that the kid, the child has has shown himself to be someone who, at least in my opinion, someone who is in need of someone unpacking at the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And I suggest he go, on a, go in and unpack as quickly as possible. It's like it was already strange enough that he was on the Bad Boys Club. Yeah, I didn't understand why he was there. I don't know. He they pressured him. Well, they after they like pressured him and essentially outed him. Which fuck fuck Milan Christopher, fuck you. You have made well. You were always on my fuck you list, but now you're on the I want to hate fuck you and choke you till you pass out list. Not kill you. But did you get a Zeus password and watch it? Because. Nigga, no, I'm not going that far. <laughs> or, or put it this way: Did you get, did you get a Zeus login? And watch it. I, I've been watching like bits and pieces and clips, and I was like, this is enough for me. <laughs> this is enough for me. I, I don't think I have the emotional capacity to watch something like Bad Boys Club LA at this point in my life. I watched the first episode, and only the first. Yeah, I haven't been back to it. <laughs> yeah i know it's like i know it's like high peak early 2000s i also don't watch zeus like that like uh, no zeus is a zeus is a product of satan it is it is zeus is here to lead all black people astray excuse me while i put on my whole tub hat Mm. Zeus is not for it, it might be by us, but it damn sure should not be legally allowed to be for us. I mean, speaking of Zeus, since we're here, Lamel Plummo, Plum, Plum, however you say his name, right? Yeah, he just got our, he just had his birthday party, I think. Yeah, so this is okay. Let's let's just go through all the shit. So he's beefing with Funky Dineva. Oh, he's still around. There's yeah. still around. Yes, Funky Danny was still around because um in response to the clip of Bad Boys LA where the guy did that whole only pussy over here and that whole bullshit he did. Mm-hmm. In response to that, Funky Dineva said, like, this network is trash. Don't know why y'all are letting yourselves be exploited in this way. I mean, to which he responded, "Bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't run a network. You don't own nothing. You raggedy bitch." So they're going back and forth. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but <laughs> I mean, two things can be true. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Doniva is a raggedy bitch, and Zeus Network does not need to be around. I mean. But there, you know what though, and it's you. It we're dealing with a situation where the pot is screaming that the kettle is black, and both of you niggas have been burnt. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they're going back and forth, and then you mentioned he had his birthday party. Well, one of a former cast member, um, Mangina. From Real Chance of Love or whatever the fuck. Well, went there and was apparently refused entry or dragged out or something along those lines. Um, Unprovoked, it was 
like a, the way he presented, they had a problem with a more effeminate man being in the space. That's what he said. I don't care okay. or know about the details. Yeah, I don't know how true that is because I'm pretty sure the majority of the cast of Chasing LA was there. And I know that there's femme yeah, and that's why I don't know, like trans bodies. Yeah, I don't. That's why I said that's, you know, what was said. Not to I don't negate, know that I necessarily agree um, with that. Not to negate transphobia in Black queer community, in the Black queer community, because it's definitely a, very much a real thing. Oh, it's very much a thing, but no, I just don't, I don't think that is. The- also, too, like, you went on to the show, you went on to a show that this man produced on his own network and allowed a straight man to call you mangina. Like th- so, at no point there was a level of like stopgap. There was no protection. There was no nothing. So why the fuck are you going to this motherfucker's birthday party? So this is the post. I just found the post. It says, deleting soon, but I wanted to show y'all what happened to me Saturday night. Out of all the straight masculine men that were there yelling at security, they wanted to mush and push and attack little me. Wrong move. Think again. Shout out to my hands and my Prada bag. That pink Prada flew across one guard number one face so hard. My phone blacked out completely. So as I'm in an altercation with guard one and two, weak sauce number three decided to sneak me from behind and yanked all my hair out, ripping my whole lace. I'm so pissed that I took myself totally out of character. But I'd be damned if I let some lame, broke, bad body, lopsided, Dr. Do-looking ass security guards think they go they gonna little bow wow me <laughs> it will never give that that little bow wow me <laughs> i got me shout out to my lgbtq babies they had my back and tried to help in some sort of way but with ten toes behind me never again will i put my badass in a situation like this again you live and you learn shout out to my barber because i still came out the baddest bitch without the wig on <sighs> I just wouldn't have been there. Like, I, I wouldn't have been on, well, to be perfectly frank, I wouldn't have been on a show on Zeus at all to fucking begin with. Um, because I have dignity and integrity and morals. But <laughs> I wouldn't have been at that party. I wouldn't have been at that party. No reason yeah. to be. So, I mean, I just don't know why. I, there's no... Me, okay, there's no level of fame and money that will allow myself to be disrespected and used in the way that some of these people are. Like, I could have never stood up there as whether you're actually trans or more effeminate or whatever it may be that you identify as. I couldn't have stand up, stood up there and let that person call me mangina. No. Like that, just like no. I wouldn't have stood up there and let nobody call me roly poly because I'm larger than other. Like I'm just not. <laughs> but that's why I don't do shit like that. Like that's just not for me. And some people lean into it, is what it is. They build a brand that's great because I'm like, sis is out here doing well and prospering, and I nothing but love for her. This is not even directed at her. Because you get in your bag, you using your time that you have to do what you need to do. Shout out to you. I'm talking about the people who are presenting this trash. Because y'all are hired actors. Y'all are hired to play a part. And I get that. We all know that at this point. But these people who are presenting this trash and this bullshit, like we too stupid to know that this is a scripted show y'all trying to pass off as reality. And also, like, we're still stuck here. We've moved on. Why can't y'all? I, I, guess I wouldn't even been there. I wouldn't <laughs> even been there. I wouldn't also, as I stated previously, I wouldn't be on a set of a zoo show. And you know what? Let me state this too. I do have a price. And my price is not really that high compared to how much the networks are actually making. Um, so, yeah, I, there is a price that I'm like, have at this is enough to still this is enough that I can you know go and live quietly in the woods when I feel like my reputation has been destroyed enough 
And it won't be on a Zeus budget. Let me put that there. <laughs> it's a Bravo budget. Bare minimum, it's a VH1 budget. Okay, it's a Mona production budget, which that ain't even truly that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's damn sure not a Zeus budget. No. I mean, the girls claiming they get in the bag over there. And t- for that, y'all have it. I want all of y'all to get y'all coin. A bag of money can have four quarters in it. And it's still I, technically listen, a bag of money. That is why I said to that, I say, y'all get y'all coin. Do what you do. Because I don't know what your bag means. I don't know how big the bag small. If that bag could be a Ziploc bag, bitch. I don't know what you got going on over there. Zeus ain't paying them girls like that. We learned that from Bad Girls Club. <laughs> well, Rihanna's on the cover of Vogue, her and her belly. Yeah, I saw that. It's she a looked beautiful. Cover. She looked like she was modeling some of this like lacy fetish wear that all the gay boys are into. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, watch some like, watch some 6'2 bottom, purely like pure muscle bottom be wearing this on Instagram tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I will watch. <laughs> I will wait. It's a little too much for me, but. I understand. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Nene Lease has also said that Bravo hired somebody to follow her and harass her and try to get her businesses closed and stuff. God damn, girl. You can do that all on your own. That's what she said. What did Garcelle say? Erica, you don't need me to ruin your life. You've done very well yourself. <laughs> it was something about it was something along those lines. She did say that. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. I ain't got nothing else. Um, okay, so this week I was thinking we do and try something different, right? Okay. So let's do one thing we're grateful for for the week and what uh what show we're currently watching. Um one thing. I just thought of the show I currently watch. Uh, <laughs> one thing I'm grateful for is I mentioned earlier I had COVID. I'm not trying to make it my whole thing, but <laughs> I don't want to make this my whole storyline. I'm not Brady it's, Maxiel. It's not, that my wide, it's not breast cancer. It's the thing though. It's just like, what else am I gonna talk about? Like because <laughs> once I once I'm back out in the streets, I mean, technically the CDC says I can be back in the streets right now like like they say yeah. like if you, if you test positive but you aren't showing symptoms then you can go back out there but um no i am like thankful that um hi. um i am thankful that it was not as serious as as it could have been um mm-hmm. thankful that i i have been vaccinated and boosted i should probably get my second booster i am eligible for that as most people are um, but I'm just thankful that like oh wait, eligibility for the actual second booster is thing now. I I I feel like if you got the first booster, you can just go ahead and get it. Okay. Because um, I got my first, I got the first booster, no questions asked. They was just like, Do you want it or not? I was just like, Yeah, let's get it. Um, but uh uh no, I mean it could have been a lot worse. Um, so I'm thankful for that. Um, and I had, I will say though, I ha- I will highly recommend everyone because I thought I had a cold. Like I, because the seasons had changed last week, the temperature went up and down, and I'm just thinking like, you know, once I started coughing and had a sore throat, I was just like, oh, you know, well, I've been out in these streets, I must got a cold. But then some other things started happening that were like, oh, this is not a cold. It feels like a cold still, but this is something that is not, that does not happen with a cold. So let me go ahead and get tested. So I ran down to my local public library, shout out to the public libraries that have the testing kits. And I found out I was positive for COVID. Um, so I will recommend everyone, if, if it feels like, like, because everybody's when you think about COVID, you think like no, 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 uh, no taste, no smell, body aches, headaches, nausea, all that type of stuff. I didn't have any of that. I was just like, oh, this is a cold. I'm good. I'm good. But then something else happened. I was just like, mm, let me go get checked out. 
um if if you if you think it's a code just be sure just be safe and go go get tested anyway um the show i'm watching <laughs> so y'all know i love tubi and my free channels 227 is on tubi right now <laughs> and i've been watching 227 episodes <laughs> I watched the episode. I forgot all about it. They was about to tear 227 down. What happened was Rose had, um, I forgot how, because it's the on Tubi, it starts at season three. So you miss whatever happened in season one and two. But Rose oh. had, you know, Rose, she started off as the superintendent of the building. Yeah, but then she ends up buying it, doesn't she? Then she ends up buying the building. Somewhere in season three, um she uh is all the bills start piling up and pipes backed up all these problems that get in tenants start getting mad at her and then there's a wealthy land landlord that sandra is dating <laughs> has a luxury condo across the street <laughs> and, he, and he tries to buy the building from uh rose and he tricks her into yada 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 it's the whole episode they form a union though right like the tenants have a union and they 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 turn the tables on him and end up keeping 227 um that's where i'm at (laughs) yeah don't they turn it into a co-op at that point i i haven't i haven't got that's where i that's the last episode i saw what i didn't realize was was watching these because there was a whole episode on teen pregnancy uh mm-hmm. that they dealt with i forgot that 227 was dealing with all these type of issues like what i remember the most about 227 is like the jokes about sandra being yeah and stuff like that and, and pearl being nosy and stuff like that i forgot that they were dealing with all these like oh how actual happened? life issues yeah like they were dealing with some real stuff in a in a humorous way of course but I say that to say I'm watching 227 right now. And it and it is aged very well. It is aged very well for um a show from that time period because a lot of those shows did not. Did so, not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how uh um ooh, what are you grateful for and what have you been watching? That edible just hit, so I'm on space. Oh, mine too. Did you see my face change? <laughs> um I'm grateful for getting things done. I've talked about my extremely long checklist that I've had over the last few weeks. And I can finally say I'm starting to see the light at the end of this tunnel. Mm-hmm. So I am grateful for being able to get things done and accomplished. Good. I told you I've been watching Psych. <laughs> oh well that's it okay uh yeah because when i'm here i only really watch tv during the day when the kids are at school so yeah. it's usually something that i turn on that i don't have to really pay attention to when i'm working and stuff but it mm-hmm. was the episode that Mackay pfeiffer and jaleel white were on because <laughs> they were part of the singing group with gus and then <laughs> and then sean joined he kept trying to call it quarter black <laughs> That's a very funny episode to me. (laughs) Jesus. Um, I've been had going on. Well, I am um, grateful for the many people here in Detroit that have just kind of been helping me get get things done and take care of things. Um, What I have been watching obsessively <laughs> is revenge from abc oh right <laughs> that is uh, a i forgot that they the way that they paced the show was every 10 to 15 minutes something integral to the plot happens mm-hmm. so a lot happens in every episode <laughs> um there are no like bullshit even their filler episodes apply to the main storyline, yeah. which I always appreciate. Um, it is just, it is so bad, it, but so good. <laughs> I have been on an emotional roller coaster with this Grayson family and Miss Emily Thorne slash Amanda Clark. Right. 
I watched. I've tried. Yeah. Oh boy, nigga, go back. Watch the rest of it. Watch the rest of it. Seriously, I was like, I'll catch up with it. You know, they gonna put it on the end. Watch it. Tyler Perry could never. This is the shit Tyler Perry wants to be putting out. Let's yes. be frank and honest. This is the type yes. of shit he should be. He should be like mimicking. He could never. <laughs> Revenge is just everything. Uh, Emily Van Camp is beautiful and becomes a better actress by the. <laughs> she gets there. She makes her way. Yeah, she does. She makes her way. It's a long like, way okay, around, but she gets there eventually. <laughs> it's only that first season. That first season was a lot. And her looking pensive and off into the distance. It's like, is that all we're gonna get from it you? It was a lot of whispering and thought <laughs> and like <laughs> and longing looks off into the distance. I can't have Daniel coming in here right now. It's like girls. Okay, I bet. I it bet. Like, so you just, no, I mean, even if you did, he wouldn't hear you, bitch. It's like uh, so acting is whisper. Got it. Okay. Got but it. it's a it's the entertainment. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's I not, mean, it's not some like piece of historical film it is just a good oh no it's a great trashy ass it's like that's it it's in the same like a dynasty it's a combination between desperate housewives and alias and that's like you get this you you get it's just this like spy revenge need but you also get like interpersonal family drama, mm-hmm. corporate drama, terrorist attacks. Terrorist attacks. <laughs> you get, in the first season of this show, you get a woman that is essentially ran off a balcony, um, a, a trial for murder, a terrorist attack. Um, uh, oh, the, the damn, an, an expose on all the housewives in Hamptons, in the Hamptons mm-hmm. who were seeing a, a fucking therapist. You get a bunch of shit. A divorce. Everything happens to these people all the time. And I think it's also funny, too, because the, the people that are like peripheral characters, like that you see maybe once or twice, sometimes you'll see in the background of other episodes where they're not yeah. like, it's not really about them. Yeah. But so much ridiculous shit happens that I feel like they slip out of character and become a normal person in their reactions <laughs> as opposed to like them reacting in character. So like their character in character reaction is very much so, oh my word, as opposed to like normal reactions, like what the fuck is wrong with y'all? It's a good time. All of that is to say it's a great time. It's a good time to, you know, put it in the background and just go for it. Shit. Yeah. Um, I think that wraps up, wraps this week up. I've got a poop. So yeah. Why do we always have to end there? Like one of these times we can just not end there. I'm very regular. I mean, but we don't, we just don't always need to know. You know, we no, you niggas need to know for all you niggas that don't poop regularly. Be jealous. Oh, right. On that note, be jealous. Um, I'm going to go eat my cheesecake and continue to work, actually. Well, I want to thank each and every one of you for popping in this week and every week that you pop on in. Um, Make sure you click the links in our bios for everything that we do. And like I say every week, go fuck yourselves. Good night, good day, good afternoon.